0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
1: Uh, Yes, it is the Shelter Footycast coming to you from the back chat studios in the absence of Will Schofield, who's just, I think, about to board a plane from Bali back to Perth to prepare himself for another huge season of footy. But great to have... Hamish Brayshaw alongside my good self, Mark Reddings, as we roll through another edition of this footy cast. Thanks to Shelter. Uh, plenty to talk about. Of course, if you'd like to get involved, uh, socials at Shelter Footy Cast. Footy cast at shelterbrewing.com.au on our socials. Uh, YouTube backchat Shelter Footy Cast. The playlist's all there. And of course, now Shelter is on its own feed. So the Shelter Footy Cast has its own feed. Just search for it wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to the show will stop appearing on the back chat feed very soon. Also, with the footy season upon us, the Shelter cast Tipping Cop is up and about. Uh, the prizes are including, first prize, a $300 Shelter Brewing Co. venue voucher and $300 worth of Shelter beer, plus $300 merch pack included. Second prize, a $250 worth of Shelter beer, plus a $150 merch pack. Third prize, $150 worth of beer and the Shelter hoodie. Plus, we've got the weekly prizes. Uh, terms and conditions on the Shelter website. Have a look on our socials for a link to join the league. Of course, Shelter went there a week or two ago now. Born, brewed, Bustleton, WI. WA. It is a magnificent spot. First of all, I'd like to welcome a man who... He's appearing on the back page of the West Australian. Uh, today, as his new role on Media Street, he's got the moustache looking very sort of like a porno bloke, just about to do his best work. He's also at Ed Sheeran last night, which oh, yeah. is in contrast to me, Rod Stewart, on Saturday night. The age demographic uh, shines out.
0: Uh, Hammer, welcome. Skate, Good to be back. Uh, yeah, sorry if the voice is a little bit cracked. but You uh, were singing along, were you? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a big Ed guy. He, um, he didn't miss for about two hours. It was great. Fantastic show and... Uh, Couple of beers, enjoyed myself, and uh, rolled up this morning, feeling good about myself.
1: What time did you, because uh, 75,000, yeah. or there about, that's a, a lot of bodies to get in and out of Optus, how, yeah. how smooth was yeah. that?
0: Uh, well, I got there, I was on the train, rolled in at about 6.30, uh, which was a bit before everyone sort of, it didn't get on until quarter past eight. Bit so of preloading of shelter. Bit of yeah. preloading of shelter, uh, and then rolled in. And then I probably left there. At, oh, the concert finished at quarter past 10-ish, and I would have left Optus at about 10.45. So it was uh, pretty smooth foot traffic at the uh, those times. But, uh, no, an excellent show. Very, very well done, Ed. And uh, looking forward to seeing what Optus looks like in two weeks.
1: I wonder if there's any blokes at the concert last night, because I was at Rod Stewart. And I thought it was like an RSL club as I walked in there, because, mm-hmm. of course, he's 78 years of age. Yeah. And uh, the old boy, he, had a, he was game-managed beautifully, because he had he? these uh, young female uh, singers who did a terrific job. But he gave himself a chop out every 20 minutes in part. To go and have a breather at seventy eight, as you Fair would, enough. and also following Celtic, his team in the Scottish yeah, Premier well, League. Go, right? So he's a he's a mad fan and uh, different demographics, but both great performers. Mm-hmm. So Ed Sheeran and Rod Stewart. Now let's jump into what's going to be a huge week. The AFL season has finally arrived, and from a local perspective, Hammer um, West Coast. When it comes to Nick Nat, when it comes to Jack Darling, and at Fremantle, Jay Groemer has uh,
0: reportedly recovered from a bit of an ankle scare, but mm-hmm. footy's back. Can't wait. Yep, it's uh, it's it gets very lonely here over the uh, over the summer. I mean, cricket, obviously, we fly and dominate over here, but uh, no, it's a different town when footy's up and going. So, very much looking forward to it. Been a long time between drinks, the match simulations, and all the rest of it. They're out of the way finally, and uh, starting to play for points. So, I'm very much looking forward to this week and that uh, weekend, and all things football, not just WA, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how we go and kicking it off.
1: Yeah, begins Thursday night, MCG Richmond-Carlton. Always anticipation. Lots of people you've seen yep. have tipped Geelong to go back-to-back. Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're bullish on Melbourne. Yep. But there's, there's a huge unknown about, about how teams will improve, how they'll adjust. There'll definitely be a, a riser. Mm. or
0: Two and there definitely be a slider or two. Uh, that comes with the territory. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, no one's lost a game so far in uh, before the season starts, so everyone's on level playing field. And watch your team, watching teams train over the um, over the preseason. Everyone feels like they're going well. Everyone feels like they're going to improve. Uh, and then it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a leveler when you get to round one and, and you really go up against different opposition. But um, Oh, Geelong to go back to back—it's always hard. Melbourne are going to go well, I think, but no, they'll. Uh, there's always very rarely is the top eight set from the year before. It's you get some up, you get some sliders, and uh, there'll be a few, I think. But um, oh, it'll be it'll be good to get footy back.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, one of the stories from the weekend, which came out, is at Collingwood. God bless them—they've uh, allowed Port Adelaide to use the prison bar jumpers for the heritage match. I think it's against the Adelaide Crows early in the season, the, the showdown. So that's. Uh, between Koshy and formerly Eddie at, at Collingwood's been a a blue that's uh, gone yeah. for some time yeah, now.
0: Certainly have heard a little bit about it. Collingwood have changed. their... they're wearing a weird little mix up on their jumper, so I don't know why they've got the uh, why they got any issues with Port wearing the prison bars now. But um, no, it's a bloody good jumper, isn't it? It's oh a, yeah,
1: oh like it. And and guess what? Port Adelaide, uh, we've seen them twice in in WA in the past uh, few weeks. Didn't get a victory, but yeah, they're a team that I think Mm -hmm. can definitely improve this year. We're about to jump into some in-depth look at Fremantle West Coast, and Hammer is going to go through team by team their chances in about 60 seconds and their most Mm -hmm. important player. The AFL has released a list of who, if not the best player, certainly the most important player to the respective clubs in the AFL, all 18 clubs. This is the Shelter Footy Cast. Well, no, we've discussed over the past couple of weeks, we've had more previews uh, heading to round one because it's about February, but uh, we're down to tax now. Selection, I guess, three or four days away yeah. for Fremant. Let's start with them. Uh, Michael Walters, Achilles, bit of a calf perhaps. We mentioned Jago Amira, um, Luke Jackson, Luke Ryan, uh, Michael Frederick. Who's playing, who's not in your eyes in terms of fitness?
0: Uh, oh. I think everyone on that list bar Michael Walters will play. I don't think they'll... Uh, I don't think they need to rush him back. I think he's an important player for them that they just want to get right. But um, I think the other guys will be back and ready to go.
1: Yeah, are they... I mean, they couldn't have done much more during the pre-season. I wouldn't have thought Fremale in terms of, you know, getting as many available on the track. Um, you mentioned some of those blokes there that have, have been probably managed to get to round one. But I don't think Justin Longmuir could have plotted it much better.
0: No, I think he's, um, he's tracked it really well. I mean, he's had guys... Managed through injuries throughout the pre-season, but I think just watching the way that they played in their in their couple of practice games, they all look pretty fit and ready to go. and the guys that they've got off the park are, um, are certainly pressing their case for round one, so they're uh, they're peaking at just about the right time, which is um, which is exciting.
1: Yeah, when it comes to their best twenty-two for for this year, um, is there? A, you mentioned Michael Walters now. I think what I said if if he's fit, he's a obviously such a crafty player, but with the small forwards, there, there have got to be issues as to whether he is an, a lock uh, week in, week out.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they've got guys like Spikowski, they've got uh, Lockie Schultz, so they've got some really good talented players, Michael Frederick. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Sonny. I think he he's a, obviously a talent and a crafty player. He's getting older in age, but I think a lot of his experience and his sort of footy now comes to play over these other guys. So I think his experience will certainly help and his leadership on field will help push his case for selection. But uh, no, it's... Not that he 's not a lock, but it's uh, I think it 's a good place to be at if you 're a, a senior player with these younger guys pushing you for selection it It gives you that extra gear to keep going and uh, you know makes a, makes for a better in football environment and a team that wants to get better so i think there's, uh, i think he 'll enjoy having the challenge of um not necessarily being a lock every week,
1: yeah the back line looks uh Locked and loaded, ready to go. Midfield, um, you know, missing Monday. But there, there's obviously a, a growth area there for them. Mm-hmm. Can you fit against the Saints this week? And bear in mind, they've lost Tim Membrey. Confirmed that he'll be missing with that knee injury that he's had surgery on over summer. and Their list is so long injuries, including Max King and and Coffield and, and Billings and Ross. There's just a ton of injuries at the Saints. Mm-hmm. Can you fit Tabana, Tracy, Fife, as you sort of talk forwards for round one? Is that is that going... A step too far?
0: Oh, I don't know. I think, and then you've got to account for Jackson and Darcy in that rotation. I, I don't think you can fit all three of them in. To be honest, I think uh, at this point I'd say Tabernar and Fife would be your two, talls, or mm-hmm. with with your resting ruck. And um, I think Josh Tracy will play a lot of good footy this year. Uh, whether or not he plays round one, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it'll be that'll be an interesting selection. They've got some good mix of talls. They got some good smalls. So it'll be uh, it's pressure on the forward line spots for sure.
1: And at West Coast, uh, I think we both believe that Nick Natanui will be an onlooker yep. for round one at least I mean
0: he could get up i 'm not sure what is how he 's tracking, but um I think he's you talk about guys that they don 't want to rush back and you want to make sure that they 're fit and he would be oh, he 'd be the most important for mine if he's if he 's not one hundred percent ready to go you don 't want to risk getting him out there to then lose him for another month absolutely yeah, they 'll wait for him i think uh, and Jack darling you might have seen him training.
1: At the club, any any mail as to whether he, he looks or, or there's just the feeling that he he's at least pressing for selection this week.
0: I uh, funnily enough, Skeet had a meeting on Friday, so I didn't actually watch the boys train, so I can't tell you what it looked like. But um, oh, I think he'll be he'll be pushing for selection. He's a professional; he knows how to do it. I think if he's he'll put his hand up if his body's right. Um, he's certainly an important one to get up and about. We've um, we lost Josh Kennedy, and he's a key pillar down there. And once he gets going, he's he's one of the most dangerous forwards. Uh, you know, on his any day. So I think he'll be pushing for selection depending on, you know, he'll know himself. He'll hand up or hand down. I think he's that sort of player, Jack. So interesting to see how that goes and how he pulls up, but I uh, can't give you anything because I didn't actually watch training.
1: Yeah, well, the, look, the, the last memory we have of the Eagles was a practice match against yep. the Crows. I did some digging on the weekend about, you know, going back when the competition had a, a pre-season comp, mm-hmm. And Carlton won it in 2007. I think they finished 15th that year. Mm -hmm. Um, There have been some teams that have won the pre season and gone on to, I mean, Hawthorne, Geelong have done it over the journey. Um, But I think most people in footy, and you're inside the bubble, uh, that Crows game is almost, apart from you learn lessons, it, it has very little factor in what you're doing from here on in
0: yeah correct it's uh, you get match fitness into guys you see guys in certain positions uh, You obviously take some learnings out of the game but um, the loss is insignificant I don't think the club looks too heavily at that you review it as you would any other game but um, no I think the fo- focus very quickly shifts to, to round one and, and playing for premiership points so you, you take your learnings but um, no they've certainly forgotten about that and moved on to, uh, to this weekend
1: how many debutants against the Roos on Saturday <laughs>
0: Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. I've I've been asked this question. I think Ruben will play. Uh, he'll debut, and oh, I would say probably Campbell Chesser as well. So uh, Jaden Hunt makes his debut for the club, not his AFL debut. But uh, oh, I think you probably get those two, Chesser and uh, Chesser and Reuben. Not a hundred percent sure if you get anyone else. and might throw a little no a long curveball in there. Or Elijah like Hewitt. That. Elijah
1: Hewitt maybe. Probably. I mean, we saw some beautiful things from him in that match simulation against Port. But he he looks like a player that. He still, obviously, physically has to do some work and, um, yeah, maybe one that you just keep an eye on?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of these younger guys will benefit once the waffle season comes and and they can build their form from there. I think for a young player, unless you really jump on the scene like the way Ruben has, it's, it's really hard to play yourself into a round one selection after off, your, off the back of your first year. So um, I think a lot of these younger guys will benefit from the waffle coming back and being able to press their case in the twos and, and play a bit of good football there and get some consistency. But, yeah, I'd say two, maybe three debutants this week. Okay. <laughs> guys like Joy Cully plays, doesn't play? Oh, I mean, I, for mine, he's been one of the better trainers all pre-season, so it'll be interesting to see that selection, but the midfield is looking pretty good. I mean guys are fit and Elliot Yo's firing again, uh, Dom Sheed's up and about and he's back fit and, and this and you know, Rumens come on and you've got Luke Chewy you've got Tim Kelly, you've got plenty of selection through there, so uh it'll be yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure what, what that looks like, Vim. He's had a really good preseason. If he plays he certainly earned it, but uh it's good to finally have a bit of selection issues this um, at this time of the year because last year it was uh, it was very much slim pickings.
1: Absolutely. Uh, now, this young man's been through uh, a horrible couple of months, um, but as a footballer, we know he's got talent in Rhett mm-hmm. Uh Back at the club, yep. training, do you see, I mean, is he, when he's playing, is he in their best 22 if it, or is he in that sort of fringe just on the cusp possibly one week? Possibly yeah,
0: not. Oh, I think he's right around that sort of twenty to twenty six, twenty five mark. He's um he's a certainly a talented player. I I, I mean, obviously circumstances have uh, have hindered his preseason, but once he gets himself back and fit, I think he, he he plays a lot of good football this year. Um, and a lot of good football going into the future. He's certainly one to watch. Oh, I think he's. Probably playing at a back at West Coast is a tough spot. Uh, you, guys like Liam Duggan, Tom Cole have sort of made that position their own. And then, you know, the um, the experience of McGovern and Hearn and Brass, that's a pretty set defence. Uh, but I think they learn a lot from those guys. And when they do need the youth to come in, and guys like Brady Hoff and Rhett Bazo will come in and play good football. But, uh, yeah, in terms of this week, I, I can't imagine he'd be rushing himself back to playing much football and maybe get him halfway through the year, I think.
1: Fremantle, West Coast, we'll touch on them a little bit later when we go through the top 18 important players throughout the league. Mark Reddings, Hamish Brayshaw, Shelter Footy Car. Some other footy news bumping around, Hammer. Uh, Matt Crouch, fractured fibula, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm not saying you've got a degree in uh,
0: in medicine, but what sort of time frame is a fibula, oh, fractured? Uh, well, firstly, it hurt. Uh, secondly, well, I mean, what, you're looking at four, four weeks in a cast slash sort of brace position thing and oh I'd say 8 to 10.
1: So could be two and a half three months yeah, he's done. Uh, Sam Doherty re-signing until mm-hmm.
0: the end of 2025 and uh, he's a, a great footy story as well. Oh god yeah yeah he's um it's an excellent one. I mean he's had a lot of speak of adversity. He's had a lot and it's uh mean when he came back and kicked that goal it was heartwarming and the crowd loves him and the fans love him and he's a good player so it's uh it's 2025 not too bad. Mind you, twenty twenty three now. I keep thinking twenty twenty five is a long yeah, way off for in next. a couple, only a couple <laughs> of years.
1: Um, more serious note: Taron Thomas ankle injury on return to training. Now mm-hmm. uh, we know what's happening off field with him, and there is some, you know, really some stress and some some accusations come his way. But uh, how important is he to to North in in your mind going forward?
0: Yeah, I think he's one of the players at North that has that real X factor. I mean, he's hasn't had the opportunity over the last. You know, a year or so to necessarily show it, but he's he's one of those players that really has flair, and uh, if he can get himself fit and get right, that's um he'll be an important cog for North. I mean, I don't think they're going to set the world on fire this year, but he's one that can um can really help them turn games. So, uh, oh, yeah, important for him to get back and, and go going for the for the footy club definitely. Like- Ben McKay's
1: or Mackay, whichever way you want to call it, um, he's missing round one, mm-hmm. so that again against the Eagles is uh, important. Depending on the fitness, I guess of Jack Darling, obviously Oscar Allen, because um, he's a he's a he's probably their their most talented defender with scope to to really build a career.
0: Yeah, I think so. He's um, what is he? He's he's six foot seven, six foot eight. He's an enormous man. He's you know him and his brother are both giants, but uh, yeah. If Darling and Allen both play, it's um it's a big loss to have your key defender out. I don't know how long he'll miss, but he's certainly an important one for for North to get back up and going.
1: Okay, a couple other news stories floating around. Uh, Lipinski from Collingwood to miss round one. Took Miller will play uh, this weekend against the Sydney Swans. See, they need him, don't they? He, oh, he's God, yeah. you speak of important players.
0: Yeah, uh, well, he's the. the f- fittest runner in the comp almost I mean you'd get guys on the wing like Langdon and Gaff who just run all day but his gut running from the midfield to get back both ways and tackle and his leadership on and off the field from all reports is second and none so he's uh, that's a big one for him to get back in.
1: Right. so let's jump into this uh, subject we talked about the AFL releasing their list of each club's most important player now I'm going to get Hammer's thoughts here yep. as we just sort of go spend really about 60 seconds on each, each club and, and find out uh, what he thinks about their finishing order or certainly where they're going to uh, Play out this year. Not necessarily the best player on the side, but the player with the most importance. So we'll start sure. alphabetically, go with Adelaide. And uh, I reckon this bloke's their best player anyway. But Rory Laird has been listed by the, the AFL.
0: Rory Laird, I don't mind that. I mean, for me, I look at it on the weekend or the previous game against uh, West Coast and looking at uh, Big Foghorn, uh, Fogarty. I think he's. How, probably, how are the thighs on that man? Oh, just a mountain of a human being, and he's still young, and he's got a lot of room to grow. But I think he's, um, Roy Ladd, yep, important. But I, I think Fogarty's got a lot of, he's he's a big big key for them if he can get going. So he'd be my most important. But I can see how they've gone with Laird.
1: Big pre season in terms of results means nothing. Come mm-hmm. this weekend, we you don't have to give an the exact ladder position, but bottom four, just outside the eight. Where, where have you got them?
0: I've got them just outside the eight, sort of challenging for that. Sort of, so a riser. Right. Yeah, I think they'll be. I think they'll be better this year than they were last.
1: Okay, Brisbane Lions uh, AFL's listed Harris Andrews, the key defender. If there's one area that Brisbane's probably a little
0: susceptible is down back. Yep, yeah, oh, I think that one's a pretty good pick. I mean, you could have gone. And it, you could have gone anywhere across the park. They've got some real talent. But I think Lockie Neal in the midfield, G just gets it done. Their forwards just get it done. And I think, yeah, Andrew's to take the big forward every week. He's done it really well over the past few years, All-Australian. And I think, is he co-captain? Is He's he... co-captain with Lockie Neal. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, I think he just, he'll step up and have another really good year. But yeah, that's a um, that's a really good one there for, well done AFL.
1: And speaking of Brisbane, um, their midfield with the... The, the kid Ashcroft. Well, Ashcroft comes in and, and expected to play. Yep. Van goes like from, that. from yep. the start. Josh Dunkley comes in. Jack Gunston in attack. When you mm-hmm. think of Gunston, Charlie Cameron, Hipwood, Danaher, they've got almost
0: all the pieces yep. covered. Where yeah, you got that, them? Uh, I've got them finishing top four. I think they'll sort of the, those top four positions. I think will be uh, will be pretty locked. But I'd say anywhere from one to four. Yep. I'll say three. That's my prediction. Okay,
1: uh, just need to play better footy at the MCG. They beat Melbourne there, of course, yeah. but that's that's where you have to get it done. Essentially, yeah, got to get it
0: done at, uh, at the MCG, and they also need to get it done at the uh, the back end of the year. So get themselves right. Good call,
1: uh, Carlton uh, Blues just missed out by uh, a narrow margin last year, in making the they've got Jacob Weedering, the AFL as their most important player. So a bit, I suppose, like Brisbane with Harris Andrews.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. I mean. I, again, much like Brisbane, their forwards just get it done. Their midfield just gets it done. Uh, we could have said Paddy Cripps. I think that's a bit of a cop out answer. I think Weddering's really important for him. He's um the way he played when he was up and about last year was I think there was a real clear difference between when he was out there and not. Um, they look a different team, and I think he's he's going to be massive for them. So and they're another team that I think will rise again. I think they'll play finals this year. They've got the list certainly to do it. I uh, I see him sort of finishing in that top eight sort of. Four to or five to eight—that sort of range—for the mighty Blues. So Brayshaw has the Blues back playing finals. Uh, yep. The bag is up and
1: about. Uh, their arch rivals, Collingwood. Darcy Cameron, West Australian, of course, went to Sydney. Now at the Pies, she had a good twenty twenty-two, but now he's been cited as probably their most important player, which is an interesting call.
0: Yeah, it is. I think he's certainly very important for them. I mean, you lose, uh, you lose Grundy. You've got. Um, He's you know a tall who can play ruck and forward, and he's certainly important for them. I think he could have gone Darcy Moore there. The way he plays and the way he leads is uh, obviously he's been announced the captain, but I think he's another one that's probably important for him. But these, I see Collingwood as being a bit of a slider this year. I don't think, I mean, what they win eleven games or something by under a goal last year. It's pretty tough to do that one twice. But uh, oh, yeah, I, I see them sliding out of the eight. I see them sort of finishing that twelve to eight range and. I think they'll be. They're still a very good side. and They've got a lot of talent, but I don't think uh, they missed that. They missed. They made top four, but if they missed last year, what? Let's call it three of those games that they lose, they're sliding out of the eight. So I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll struggle to maintain that form again. But uh, I could be easily proven wrong.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, as you say, picking them as a slider, but they have got Tom Mitchell, Dan McStay, uh, Bobby Hill. Uh, yeah, look, I, I would be loath to say they're going to uh, tumble out of the eight, but uh, again, people suggesting that. Those narrow margins that they Mm. won by last year uh, can't be replicated. So Collingwood, uh, very much an asterisk this year as to where they will finish. But to Darcy Cameron, at Essendon, Zach Merritt, the AFL, is listed as uh, their most important player. It's probably hard to argue in in terms of what he does and his importance around the midfield.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I look across their list and I think he's... Probably almost their best player and certainly their most important. Once if he's playing good footy, he can drive. He drives the ball for him and, and sets up their sort of ball movement. So I think he's that's a pretty good pick there. Again, this is a team that I don't expect to set the world on fire, uh, and I you know I've got them in that sort of bottom four, bottom six area. But in terms of importance, if he can get going and and you know playing really good footy, he could certainly give it a shake. Yep, Zach Merritt, really good player, and uh, hopefully for Bomber supporters'
1: sakes, so they've had some. Geez, they've had some dramas in the last. Ten years, really, mm. since the supplement saga, but hopefully uh, they can get some results on the board. Uh, Fremantle, Matt Tabiner has been named as their most important player. Now, this is this is one of the more fascinating calls by the AFL on this Put on it website. On the
0: tab, I like it. Mm. He's, uh, I mean, he is what is he six foot five, six foot six? Uh, you know, cut like a cut like a park statue, and he, you know, he's just a mountain of a human. But he hasn't really in his career put it together injury wise and form wise and I think the list that they're building through the midfield and the, and their pillars they've got down back the forward line is their big main or their big issue I think if they can find a forward I've said I think Fife will have a you know 100 shots on goal but I think if they can get a, a reliable key forward that can just get it done every week um, which he has done through for patches but it hasn't really strung across a full year for him I think if he can put it together um, and that's, that's the key that they're missing, I think, the piece to the puzzle. So, yeah, I like that call there from the big tab. Get him on there. Yeah, fair enough. I reckon Sean
1: Darcy's also... I mean, they've got the, the backup now with with Luke Jackson. But uh, and Darcy's playing good footy. Good things tend to happen at, at Fremantle. No question. Geelong. Uh, now, we've finally got a forward in the action. <laughs> yep. Jeremy Cameron, who's uh, just showed us last year, and we've seen it for many, many years, that he's got the... the I remember seeing him in Perth and just looking at his... His engine being able to get up and down the ground, and obviously he's got the skill. He's named by the AFL as the most yeah, important.
0: That's you could probably throw a blanket over the whole Geelong team and <laughs> call them important, but this bloke, he runs like a wing, and is you know again another mountain of a human. So he's um, yeah, I, I think they're all stars. They're all equally as important as one another. But in terms of um, output, I think this guy will give you the most. So yep, not a bad pick there.
1: Did I ask you about Fremantle? Where they're going to finish, by the way?
0: Uh, I think Fremantle will finish anywhere from fourth to sixth.
1: Very cool. And Geelong, chasing back-to-back, we discuss how tough it is, but their list doesn't look to have diminished.
0: No, it hasn't. Uh, I mean, obviously, lose Selwood, and that's that's granted, but I think they've got star power everywhere, so I think they'll finish second. Okay.
1: A lot of it, surely. Yeah, yeah after absolutely. After being written off and too old, you mm-hmm. achieve what most thought was not possible. Yeah. Isn't it about trying to get that, that mentality back? I mean, the game style... His whole hold up as well as anyone. Yeah, you
0: think? I think so. And I mean, I f- I feel like a lot of that noise was external. I don't think Tom Hawkins would be sitting there thinking, "Oh, geez, I'm too old here." I think he just plays football as he always has and and always will. And yeah, I think they'll be they'll be fine. I don't think they've got any lack of mental edge. Still, they'll
1: be fine. Hammer's got them finishing second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gold Coast. We go up to uh, Southeast Queensland, and Jared Witz. Uh, what a transformation yeah. he's had. You know, from Collingwood up to the Gold Coast. Been a terrific ruckman and now has a
0: leader. He, yeah, I mean, a lot of these we've called mountains before, and I remember having a conversation years ago about how many genuine mammoths there are left in the comp. Uh, Tom Hawkins was one of them, and this guy was another one. I've seen him stood next to him in the flesh, and he's what, 200 and something centimetres, and he's just, and you just sort of, you sort of dwilt in his shadow. It's just an enormous human being. and when he's play he was playing some exceptional football last year. I thought he was almost the best ruck in the comp, and uh, yeah, he's so important to them. If he can get, they've, they've got really good talent through their midfield, young talent, and if they can get uh, first hands on the ball from a ruck that's uh, that's dominating, they'll be, you know, I think they'll really be challenging for finals this year. And I sort of see him in that ten to sort of six range. I see him really pushing forward this year, especially if he gets up and about. I think everyone
1: who you know. As loves their footy, we'd like to see the Gold Coast yep. make that next step because there's been a heck of a lot of money invested into them and the Giants, mm-hmm. and figures coming out uh, today from the AFL showing, you know, the AFL pouring a heap of dollars into both those clubs, yeah. but also St Kilda through the distribution given their. Issues in moving from Seaford to Maraboon. I think there's been a couple of clubs that have were um, waiting, and GWS have shown us getting to a grand final. But the Gold Coast, very much, I, look, I've got to say, Took Miller for me. Uh, he's still there. I think he's their most important player. But Jared, Witts is, yeah. you know, goes hand in hand. If he's doing it in the air, yep. Uh, obviously, Took will be the beneficiary. Speaking of the, the Giants, Toby Green. uh yep. I, I think that's probably the standout uh, yeah. in the in
0: the eighteen. Yeah, I'm happy with this one. This is uh, this, you probably couldn't. Really, make an argument for too many others. I mean, he's, he's their leader now. He's their captain. How does he go about dealing with the pressures of being a captain and still playing on the edge that he does? But yeah, when he's he's almost the most. I feel like he's up there in the better players of the competition when he's on his day, and um, you know he, te- he tears games apart and certainly leads from the front for him. So that's a pretty clear pick. I'm happy with that one. Yeah, are you pretty clear with where they're going to finish though? Not particularly. Uh, I've got. It's a, this one would probably be my biggest blanket. They could, I reckon, they could fall anywhere from sort of. 13th, 14th, up to you know pushing for top four if they get everything going. So that's a yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not really giving you a whole lot. skid. I'm throwing half the uh, half the ladder in there, but yeah, I think they'll play finals. Just you think they'll play
1: finals? Yeah, I think they'll. You play think finals. the Giants are playing finals this year? Yeah, I really like them. So there's just my there's my curveball. There's my hail mary shot. Sure. So you have got Carlton in. You've got... I feel like
0: my top eight will be about 11. Yeah, I
1: was say you, I reckon you're putting more in than around. Oh, well, anyway, we'll, we'll see he, where we go. He's got Toby Green as a massive tick and the Giants to play finals. That's, that's a big call. Mind you, Scully's tipped the Eagles to play finals and that people have raised a, a question. Like about. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Hawthorne, uh, speaking of clubs that are expected to struggle, lots lot have them uh, with Wooden Spoon next to their name. James Sicily just... He just a bit like Toby Green,
0: just reeks that sort of aggression, yep. leadership. Yep. Uh, follow me, boys. I'll I'll take you on my back. Yep, I agree. I think this one's another pretty good pick. Uh, I don't see them doing a whole lot, Hawks. I've, I I think I have tipped them for the spoon from memory. Yep, I think they'll be right down around that mark. They could certainly, but they they play quick. They play and there's a plan there from Sammy. It's yeah. not
1: like oh well, they they're bottoming out and there's no hope with old players. That, there's no. a there's a clear yeah pathway.
0: There there is, and I, I feel like the the way that they move the ball is very much. Bringing your best strengths to the park, and I think it's it's a pretty clear directive from um, from Sam Mitchell to the team. And I think on their day they can scare some teams, but um, I feel like it'll be more of a, a lucky dip than it will be a consistent effort from them. So I see them sort of finishing that bottom. Half of the ladder.
1: Bottom four, possibly. Yep, yep. Okay. Let's go to Melbourne. Stephen May, listed as their most important player. Uh, you're bullish about Melbourne. You're bullish about Stephen May as, as the AFL's most important player.
0: I feel like this is an, a pretty similar to Geelong. They've just got stars everywhere. week throw a blanket over the whole team. Uh, I think Max Gorn's another one that's really important. I think that to see the mix between him and Grundy will be really big. Uh, Petrarca, obviously, another star. But Stephen May's. We, it locks down their key defender, uh, key forward every week, and the way he can set up their ball movement with his, you know, his kicking obviously, and yeah, oh, I think it's a pretty good pick, and I've got him finishing top of the ladder.
1: Well, wow. and of course Jack Lever and, and may have that wonderful yep. combination. So uh, Brayshaw and Brayshaw and Brayshaw, three of them, and there's one you've got finishing top four, the other one finishing top. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, very bullish on uh, his brother's clubs. North Melbourne, new coach, been through some dramas. Ben Cunnington has been named as their. Most important player. Yeah, that, that's yeah, I don't know. I, well, I, he's a star. He's yeah. A, oh, absolutely. And you know what? When you think of it, he probably is in the in terms of two or three most important at the at the Street. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think he's. Um, well, he's not the captain. He's, the leadership that he brings on the field mm. is is so clear to the team. And I think um, the story of him getting back to playing football is going to be important for them. I think the morale boost that he'll give being out there every week certainly. Um, in terms of the most important player for the team, I. He's he's in the conversation. I, I think I, I would sort of look at guys more that are gonna kick how they're gonna kick goals, how they're gonna kick a score. I really like Nick Larkey. I think he's um he's got a really big future. So I think in terms of my opinion, the most important player I I would probably say Nick Larkey. If he can kick a big score that'll um that'll certainly help them get out get away from that bottom four look, which I see them finishing, but um yeah, it's He's in a conversation
1: us. So Ruse, you're saying that they can get outside the top bottom four
0: I, they can I think they can I don't think they will. okay
1: so, so bottom four. yep okay so they're, uh, they're still struggle straight under, under Clarke. Port Adelaide we've seen a bit of them as I said. Uh, Alia Alia has been listed as uh, the player most important to the power and it's hard to argue when you see what
0: he does and, and the counter the, the intercept marking
1: and yeah. what he does uh, in the back half. I think this
0: one is as uh, as clear cut as the Toby Green at GWS. I think this the way Aliyah plays is he reads the ball, he takes marks, he's intercept, and he can use the footy from there. And I think he's a massive key to their um, success this year. And uh, I don't see them again. This is another team that I sort of am not a hundred percent sure about where they'll finish. They've got some recruits, they've got some new players. How will Junior Rioli go? Horn Francis? Uh, I sort of see them finishing in that twelve to. Twelve to six range again. I'm not sure it'll be throw of the di- throw at the stumps to see where they finish. I, I'm going to say outside finals because I've got about eleven teams. Yeah, you it.
1: need to pull a couple out of there. Anyway, yeah. Port to miss, but Leura Leura on the money. Richmond, Tom Lynch is their uh, their key player, which uh, is interesting because that's, you know some might say was been Dylan Grimes in the past, or you know that
0: that player in their back half or Dusty for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Tom Lynch, I like it. I think. Uh, uh, they get the two of them, Ree Walton Lynch, working well. They won flags off the back of that. I think he's uh, he's another one that's just a mammoth of a human being, and I think he draws a lot of attention. If he can kick, uh, I think he can pretty comfortably kick fifty goals and be in the Coleman conversation. And I think Richmond are going to need that from him to be uh, to push back to the uh, to the the way they like to play football. I think a lot of te- a lot of people have seen the recruits they've got and, and see them rising up the ladder. So do I. Uh, and I think if he can kick a big score, that'll certainly uh, that'll certainly help him. I've got him finishing six, sixth or fourth. I think they can challenge for top four if they get things going. But uh, he'll be certainly an important cog. In the okay. Royal.
1: Tom Lynch, he's on the money, and you think they'll play finals. You know, they're my slider this year.
0: Slider? Yeah, I think they're, yeah. Yeah, I think
1: they're getting older. I just, you know, they, they've recruited well, but I reckon they've they've been in the mountain. They've had a lick of the ice cream. Sure. Um, you've got to pick someone. No, that's <laughs> just fair like, enough. And some have picked Sydney, which we're get, getting to shortly. But uh, for me, the Tigers, although if Dusty is out there for, you know, 23 matches, then yeah. they're yep. going to be uh, imposing and very dangerous. Absolutely. But that's, yep. you've got to there make go. a call. St Kilda, talk about injuries. We've spoken, uh, Jack
0: Sinclair as the most important yeah well I mean he's a star I I think well Max King for mine is their most important he's not playing he's injured but um if he can get back he's certainly in my opinion the most important player they've got um but no you can't really throw too many arguments at Sinclair there they're going to struggle with I think a little bit early they've got a lot of injuries as we've said but yeah I sort of see them finishing bottom bottom eight not bottom four so anywhere from what's that it's nine to 13, nine to, nine to 14.
1: I think the most important player might even be Ross Lyon to see yeah. how, how, his, how his coaching can yeah. adapt and, and what he can do. If he can get this team playing good footy and winning some matches mm. against that, those numbers of injuries, and uh, kudos to him. Okay, Sydney made the grand final. Yep. Sam Reid, who, of course, had that, that injury which pre- prevented him from, from playing his
0: best footy. They've got
1: the AFL, him, as their number one. Yeah, I mean, this one's...
0: There's sort of a lot of unsung heroes, I think, Sydney. They've got a lot of players that just sort of are really good and they're not, they're not stars. They're, they do obviously have some star power, but I feel like they've just got a really balanced list and this is, oh, I think, Sam Reid's... Yeah, certainly you could put him there. I like the McCartan brothers. I think if they can both get going, it'll be... Um, you know, they shut down forwards. It's. I'm happy with the pick. I, you said oh, people think they're going to slide. I think they're still going to play good footy. I don't think... They'll uh, they'll be finishing top four, but I think they'll be certainly making finals. And I think that's my twelfth team that I've put in there. No, Hamus, <laughs> Hamus, like giving I, love to everyone. I like the Swans.
1: Yeah, like fair Swans. enough. And you also like this team, uh, the West Coast Eagles, yeah. and Nick Natanui. It feels like he's been touted as their most important player for about ten
0: years. Yeah, uh, this is another one. I think like Max King for the Saints, he's not playing, but he's I think he's their most important. And this guy for for sure is our most important. The difference, the way that we look with and without him is. Um, it's not chalk and cheese, but it's you can certainly see that he the the difference that he adds and and the the ability to get his hands on the ball, the ability to move around the ground. And albeit he's getting a bit older now, it's um he won't be as explosive and won't be moving around. But I think once that uh, once the ball gets bounced and he's out there, I don't think he sort of cares how old he is. He just runs around and does exactly what he's always been doing. So. Yeah, I see him being the most important player. And I'm back and going in here. I think they play finals, make a 13 teams. Come on.
1: Jeez, uh, tell you what, it's a big call. But he's gone with uh, the Eagles to play finals. That's Ham, I hope you back it up in the West with uh, some bold calls when it's public. But yep, uh, absolutely. like this, it's, uh, it's important. Uh, I'm going to go with Gove and, and Yoey is probably, I don't know, just as this year. I just don't think Nick Nat's going to be able to get back to his best just yep. by virtue of age, etc. Mm-hmm. But he's been a, geez, uh, working hard, we know, to try and get back there. Final club, Western Bulldogs. Tim English, WA product, doggies, and Tim English—they've recruited uh, certainly Rory Lobb and they've got a new look about them. Where they, how are they tracking, and what about Tim English?
0: I mean, Tim English, yeah, I, I certainly think they've, they've they've gone for the uh, the big boy, the big man. I think he's pretty clearly directive here from the AFL. I think Aaron Norton for mine is their most important. If he can, I like forwards that can pop up and kick goals, and he is just an imposing human. He's he jumps, he can catch the ball, he can kick, but he's. I think his best footy challenge is for Coleman Medal, and if that's if that's something that he can produce this year, the Bulldogs will be looking good. Um, again, I think I actually can't remember. If someone would like to go back and tell me how many teams I've got playing finals, because here's another one. <laughs> I think where they finishing. I think they'll finish in that sort of. I reckon they'll finish seventh. They'll be battling for that seventh or eighth spot.
1: Okay, so Hammer's gone with 14 of the 18 clubs to finish inside the top eight. It's going to be a modern miracle if this can happen, but he certainly put it out there. But they're important players, certainly from the AFL's perspective, and Hammer just ruling his eye over all those clubs and those players. This is the Shelter Footy Cast. Ah, the Shelter XPA X Factor. Well... It was a lock about twenty four hours ago. Minwoo Lee second in the Players Championship as of last oh, night, boy. but he's had a he's had a mare four over for the day, and I think finished equal sixth uh, yeah. down the down the journey. But look, the golf is like that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean he was uh, in the final group on Sunday uh, at the fifth major, as people say. But um, no. An exceptional effort to get there. He just so happened to come up against a bloke who is, you know, again he's, Scotty Scheffler is a lock on those sort of days. I mean, what did he win by, four, five? Five uh, shots, I think it was. He ended up winning by five shots and was sort of cruising home by the end of it. And um, yeah, I think, you know, credit to Min, he had a moving day yesterday, he went bananas and had six under so he got himself into a really good position but tight sixth, I mean, he'll be disappointed with his final day but I think he'll still walk away with something along the lines of a million bucks or something, so he'll shake that one off pretty yep. quickly.
1: Shelter think. XPA, the X Factor. mean, Lee, despite the disappointment of this morning, uh, keep an eye out for him. He's just uh, going through the gears. Uh, big win to the glory, 1-0 over at Western Sydney Wanderers. The Force had a victory, and with one day to play as we uh, head towards the back end of this Shelter footy cast, yep. I think we'll keep an eye on India, because although there's been 19 wickets and 1,051 runs <laughs> scored, there's every chance 10 wickets could fall today if oh. we don't, get our heads right.
0: I am, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit rosy nan curves about this one, Skeet. I think they, uh, it's been a road, it's been very clearly, oh, this is going to be a draw, this is going to be a draw, but it'll be very Australia-like at the moment to just humble at the last day and go all out, but um, no, I think it'll, I think we'll bat it out for a draw.
1: Let's hope so. Virat Kohli, breaking his drought, first ton in three years. Uh, only issue, his uh, poor old Usman Kawaja's got a bit of a dodgy knee after uh, tumbling over the boundary line yesterday, so hopefully he can bat Important that we get through the first session with, well, two down yeah. uh, maximum, probably maybe three at uh, absolute mm. worst-case scenario. But uh, Australia trying to end their tour of India with a draw. You're listening to the Shelter Footycast. And that wraps up our uh, Monday before the footy starts preview of uh, what's going to be a huge year at the Shelter Footycast. You can email us anytime you want at Footycast at ShelterBrewing dot com dot uh, Shelter Footycast is on Instagram socials at Shelter Footycast on Instagram, YouTube. Search Backchat or Shelter footy cast playlist. That means nothing to me, Hammer, except Tan mm-hmm. puts it on the rundown. I'm not big on the social media. You're big into Dan, uh, Ed Shearer and I'm in big into Rod Stewart. Uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. We'll keep you updated as to Hammer's predictions. 14 of the 18, he's got playing finals in 2023. Talk about going out on a limb. Catch you Thursday. The big man is going we be back in the chair as we talk our way through round one, the matchups, the teams and our teams.